one, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. Who the fuck they're actually playing with? Yeah, in a coup they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Welcome everyone another uh, storm jihad jihad science show and uh, I have to say the jihad is getting real Yes uh, I've got a mention on uh, reformed Hamilton Aki Majid Nawaz show <laughs> Richard Fleming <laughs> Dr Richard Fleming was on there the other day shout out to Richard and uh, was name dropping uh, plenty all of us that are part of the uh, crimes against humanity tour uh, it was a shame Richard's uh, connection was so sketchy at the beginning, but they got it sorted uh, halfway through. And, uh, yeah, I recommend everyone to go and watch it. And, uh, yeah, now me and uh, Majid, we must be like this. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Any other time, I would he'd have been my mortal enemy. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. I had such a rage boner for those types when I was young. Now I think uh, I think we're uh, we're all, we're all in the same foxhole. That's what I think. And uh, if Majid is prepared to uh, start uh, calling people out, naming names, then uh, I'm I'll I'll forgive I'll forgive the fact that uh, he's he was waging jihad. Look, was he? he was just on God's mission, weren't he? Weren't he just on a mission from God? Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. So uh, you know, let's see. We'll see if I can get on there. I wouldn't mind going on there. Having, uh, I'd, I'd like, I'd like to uh, speak to Majid about those things, how about uh, about how uh, his clansmen uh, were beheading kids on my street twenty years ago. 
<laughs> Parry says, I bought some Volmer piss and I'll be drinking during Kevin's broadcast. <laughs> Look, man, you want to be in the water sports. That's your, that's your thing, man. Just uh, knock yourself out. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you not to do it. <laughs> Look, people do it. <laughs> Fucking water sports, Jesus. No, I, I still don't. I, you, you can't convince me that there's any health benefits. You can buy melatonin in pills. You don't have to. You don't have to drink your missus... Uh, Said link again. Coffee not working, bro. Had I didn't believe you. Maybe maybe they've taken away uh, uh, to buy me a coffee. I don't know. I don't know. They're trying uh, trying real hard to take uh, old Doc McCann down. Uh, there you go. Try that link. Uh, if someone else could try it for uh, Jimmy and uh, let him let him know if it's working, but. Um, why am I speaking about piss again? Who was who was that? <laughs> My taste boring. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll tell you a little anecdote. I guess it's not not anything that I've experienced myself, but in uh, in Korea. You can get something called, well, it basically translates as poo wine. And they have this horrible, milky, white, fermented drink from rice. But there's some health tonics made where they'll take the uh, the poop. And it has to be of a young boy, apparently, five to seven years old. And they ferment their... Um, they ferment this white, horrible drink. <laughs> I don't know. It's not nice. Um... <laughs> What's this? Botley reported two tweets yesterday where I showed his ugly mug. Had to delete them to unlock my account. <laughs> Just we've got a whole uh, whole suite of Botley. Should you want it, um, Graham? Is that, is that you've been nudged? You've been nudged, are you back, bro? We've missed you, if, if that's you. Um, <laughs> yeah, what are we going to be doing today? I'm going to, I'm just going to tee off about just this pipeline nonsense. It, it's driving me up the wall. Just what I, as I scan the, uh, the news feeds and the, apparently, apparently if you read anything from the Western press, it was all Russia. Russia did it. Russia, Russia, Russia. Now look, I don't, I don't want to be again sitting here singing Pappy Putin's praises and, uh, God save Russia, etc. You know, the, the people have been sending me reports. I don't, I have no doubt, um, that they're not. Although that they're true, not that they're lies, that um, all these people that are being conscripted are being forced to take uh, COVID vaccines along, I guess, with any other vaccines that uh, would be given to military men uh, going into uh, a war zone. Um, you know, there's plenty. To, uh, is Russia the uh, the shining knight, the savior from the east? And I, I don't know. 
I don't know. There's plenty. There's plenty that concerns me about Russia. I'm glad I don't live in Russia. What I do like is Pappy Putin calling out the uh, the, <laughs> the absurdity of the clown world that we live in in the West, where he's talking about the sanctity of family and uh, protecting children from the predations of uh, woke tards and fucking militant militant degenerates who want to just fill children's books full of deviant characters you know you want a you want a good uh, cartoon for your kids sasha and the bear i'd be more than happy to let my kids watch that that's russian or might be ukrainian actually to come, come to think of it but um us just blamed ukraine for the pipeline did they did they well, I mean, the, the, everyone is flow, throwing uh, blame around. Um, it's the... Uh, Paul, good to see you, bro. And, uh, yeah, it's been a while. Um, hope you're okay. Hope the feet are okay. Uh, let's see, where was I? What was I talking about? Yeah, just just Russia. But I'm... I'm <laughs> what we're seeing on the news and I'm going to be talking again um, Jeffrey Sachs is uh, popping up and I'm <laughs> finding myself in the unusual position of uh, nodding in agreement with one Jeffrey Sachs the rapist of Russia um, and so there's um, there's there's a lot to unpack and you know I think the war situation is very fluid i think the russians are finding out that a expeditionary force can't hold a territory bigger than portugal the lines are thin and um i think that the chance for de-escalation is decreasing by the day and blowing up these pipelines just doesn't provides less room for maneuver in in the diplomatic space and that's what really annoys me in this because it's october now it's going to start getting cold and whoever blew those pipes up is going to have are going to have deaths on their hands people will die because of the cold this this winter season the fact that they're unable to pay the bills you had enough Aye. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I presume that was uh, Jimmy. Uh, last bro, I bought Cuppa. Just love the work you do. Shout out to the show. Much appreciated. Um, I presume that's, uh, that was uh, Jimmy. Thank you. Uh, let me just check that. Um, but yes, you can make Judy Bakshi sing with... Um, uh, with buy me a coffee uh let me let me uh <laughs> let's just get into the stream shall we i don't want it to be too long like the one with tim just went on far longer than i was expecting and i've just been trying to get my circadian rhythm uh back to normal since so let's let's do this um <laughs> of course more piss jokes uh shout out to good doggy uh good doggy uh is on a discord ban I don't know what he's done, but apparently he's been a naughty boy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't always cross the streams, but when I do... 
<laughs> Paul just used the tip jar. Uh, let's see the tip jar. Uh, let's just see that. Do this. And, dun, dun, dun. and uh, um, I don't know which one. I don't know. I don't know who's done what or where. But uh, I think I think that was the the coffee. I guess, yes. So, uh, Paul, if that was you, thank you. Uh, right. Uh, let's see. What was what was I doing? <laughs> I heard money. <laughs> I'm all uh, I'm all uh, I'm all giddy. All giddy. The tip jar's working. Um, yeah. Not like everyone loves us. Right, where was I? All right, so um, if you've strolled in here wondering what's going on, why are we talking about crossing pitch dreams? And it's all in the name of science. I am a legit scientist. That's me, Dr. Kevin McCann. I was a principal investigator at the Career Brain Research Institute. I now found myself part of an online insurgency trying to fight back, fighting for your freedom. What are you doing? Huh? Well, you could be supporting me. Uh, that's one way to uh, stay in the fight, feel like you're doing something. And, uh, whoa, uh, someone did use a tip jar. That was Paul, and that deserves a full-on... You had enough? Thank you very much. Uh, that takes us to 850 on that bar for lab running costs so um yeah i'm trying to be i'm taking a leaf from Husatonic's book and uh if you go to mccandojo.com you'll find all the links here and uh, we have a new uh payment processor uh that we're associated with uh stream thanks we'll take gay pal yes that's right there's the patreon the wtl dot live tip jar there's stream fags now and they'll take your gay pal if you want to use uh, if you're only uh, comfortable using gay pal on the internet um if you go on that link and you click there it'll take you to this page you put in your amount you wish to support the good doc for ten thousand. add to basket boom Doom and uh yeah the gay power button comes up and uh you can do that so um <laughs> good luck trying to take me down <laughs> you woke fucks <laughs> you woke fucks we uh we work around the clock to make sure uh you're pissed off we know that you're fuming <laughs> more than i am <laughs> it's uh stream fags stream fags will take your gay pal uh, if someone would like to try it, um, I would be interested to see if it does uh, does work. If I get uh, an email alert, you you too can have a transcending stoned Doc Kev. Um, and what else do we have in there? Yeah, of course the all the other things. Cryptocurrency, I'll take that. Stay in the fight. Join our Discord. Uh, lots going on in there, and uh, if you want to, you can be registered to be notified, give an email, and um, now what you'll find, if you look on tools, there's a breakdown of our costs um, per month. I'm trying to be as uh, honest as the day is long, more honest than those neocons going around blowing up pipelines and freezing people to death, so uh, there's our expenses. 
um, I've tried to be ambiguous as possible, just so. Uh, <laughs> so the cancel squad uh, has to work hard. Uh, how much do you want to bet Doc gets hiccups this stream? Ah, well, depends how much stream crossing we do, I guess. But um, anyway, uh, let's remind you, a lot of the costs go into maintaining our own streaming platform. If we go on there, we'll see that uh, I'm live. Five people watching on there. That's, uh, that's encouraging. Go and look at that, the picture quality, amazing. Um, we also have a uh, next iteration coming, um, a federated peer tube version that's been taken over by the Church of Epi. <laughs> if you want, if you want cute dogs, uh, there's the place to go. Um, it's got a slightly different uh, email address right now. And if you want to sign up, start loading up. Uh, you can become a streamer on there, and um, yeah, I think this is, this will be the direction we'll go. We'll maintain WTYL this one um, just for the interim. We have we have the power at the moment for the amount of money I'm spending on fucking servers. Can you chat yet on WTYL? Well, let's uh, let's see, Kevin. Um, it will be. Um, it will be uh, working eventually, maybe, maybe. Let's see. It will. Uh, it's picking up messages. What about if I do test? Yes, there you go. It's coming through the restream now. I don't know if it's working on. When is the audio only available? Uh, that will come on this iteration. So on, I think. So this one streams at 144, um, 720 and 1080. And I think we can pass it out to MP3 as well. So uh, all, all things uh, moving. Church of Epi, so of course, saying... Jai uh, Hin! You, you, you enjoy that Jai Hin, sir, for uh, taking over the streaming platform. <laughs> You got some, uh, you got some good, uh, good-looking uh, title pages there, and some, uh, some cute hounds. What can I say? <laughs> I knew, I knew Nick would, uh, would appreciate the gay pal. But yes, Nick, um, I'm abandoning uh, rule, rule one, one uh, and uh, I'm a dojo. You can, uh, you can tell all your mates. They can go. They can go to stream fags, gay pal. <laughs> Give a donut. Keep the doc in the fight. That's uh, <laughs> an all-encompassing church. If I, look, if I'm joining forces with reformed Hamilton Aki Majid Nawiz, <laughs> can, uh, I'll take the, I'll take the rainbow pound. <laughs> Money, I mean, not the. Uh, <laughs> Not the. Didn't mean it that way. Fucking gays ruin everything. God damn it! All right, all right. Pipelines. So um, apparently they can be fixed, and um, I just put this up here because I found this picture particularly interesting because I had no idea how they go about laying. I know how I lay pipe, uh, like a pro. 
Um, but uh, there you go. There's. Ah, uh, You had enough. Oh, Leah, thank you very much. Uh, ten raccoon cheats. Uh, that's uh, that's it. That's sticking it to gay pal. We've got other ways of processing payments and the council squad. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> Here's my pipeline has been escalated by pistols. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, these are this is not an insignificant civil engineering product uh, project, and these are some of the facts that I've gleaned as I've been uh, reading. Uh, as they've blamed Russia that uh, it registered 2.2 on the Richter scale. The, uh, the explosions and their estimates between 500 to 700 kilos of uh, high explosives. I imagine some sort of shaped charge. I don't know. I don't know. Do you have like bunker busting torpedoes, drones? I, I, I don't know the type of weaponry that they would deploy uh, uh, underwater like that. Um, what I have heard is, is that perhaps not all the pipes are leaking so then there may be one still intact so we'll see if that gets taken out um uh, did, did, hold your breath to stop hiccups no it doesn't work for me but uh, again the the idea that in a, a already a highly contentious situation that the war in ukraine I don't care which side that you support in this that you think is morally right is a travesty because there are millions of people um, going to be displaced, going to get hurt, going to lose loved ones. And there's just the trauma of uh, warfare, a war that I don't think needed to happen. But, you know, <laughs> the West, I blame the West primarily because it didn't happen in a vacuum i think a lot of this had to do with military labs that were um, up to no good in the ukraine and coupled with the stacking of nato troops in in country and there are plenty plenty of videos of american and british sounding fighters um, engaged in gunfights in, in southern Europe in trench warfare and well do I think they just sauntered on over there with their kit bag no I don't I think this is a lot to do with uh, private mercenary armies I've got very little um, how would you say my, my feelings of humanity towards mercenaries do not extend very far. Um, anyone that goes to war for profit, um, shame on you. Um, I hope karma comes and uh, gets you in a big, big way. Um, and there's Commander Jigs in the chat. Hey, good to see you, bro. Um, and so <laughs> I find myself you know looking you know at or at the uh man's ingenuity to pipe gas 
hundreds of miles under the ocean, right? Not a not a simple thing. Highly engineered, requiring requiring explosives that will register on the Richter scale, and then I get I find this. Ultimately, um, this is also a tremendous opportunity. It's a tremendous opportunity to once and for all remove the dependence on Russian energy, and thus to take away from uh, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> this dude who does he think is tremendous opportunity there are literally thousands going to freeze to death this winter freeze to death very likely because of decisions made by this man and the organizations that surround him you're going to have to work real real hard to convince me that it wasn't some anglo us operation i don't think it was poland and even though they've got their own little pipeline now and i don't think it was ukraine who who else is capable of doing it i don't think the russians would have done it because it's their only it's their biggest bargaining chip now there's nothing left to bargain with so now, now there's nothing but escalation in, in the hope that one side backs down. And in that escalation, we're seeing nuclear forces being deployed. Now, um, I did mention the word um, nuclear. I expect Houstonic uh, Live to be stepping in any, any moment. Um, where is the outrage about the methane leaks? Not a paid gig. Um... Germany, SAS, both possible for sheer tactics. Ah, you're telling me that Germany would shoot themselves in the foot? There were literal demonstrations in Germany the weeks before saying stop this because their industries were getting shut down. So what happens to all those industries? Germany is a, is a massive industrial power. Cars, um, big, big industry making machines, Siemens. Uh, Bosch, <laughs> GM, Opel, BMW, <laughs> they make a lot of shit, good quality shit as well, and <laughs> I don't, I don't see themselves, oh, I don't see them just shooting themselves in the foot like that, what I, what I see are mercenary, hook-nosed, hand-robbing types, Getting all moist at the thought of uh, opportunities. Putin, the weaponization of energy is a means of advancing. Where, where had he weaponized energy? The sanctions, the sanctions were put on Russia about their energy. Uh, maybe what was ever used to wreck the pipe was put there from the beginning. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. They missed one. Uh, his uh, imperial designs. Uh, that's very significant. And like, you've got some hotspur to be speaking about imperial designs from the White House. After what we've had the last 20 years, Pax Americana and the, uh, what, what is it, PNAC? something new american century and th th you know it's just what is it they want full spectrum dominance right that's that's their thing but it, it it's not just military it's got to be everything and so and an more independent europe and a prosperous russia and china um it it, it can't 
can't be allowed. So America will gut, will gut its industries and just maintain itself through ascendant military might, I guess. Might makes right. Um, Jack Burton wants me to look at a YouTube video. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get into the nuclear weapons uh, moving. Um, but let's... And that offers tremendous um, strategic opportunity for... Strategic opportunities. Thousands of people that are going to freeze to death this winter. Strategic opportunities. Fuck these Kaffirs. Fuck them. For, um, for the years to come. But meanwhile, we're determined to do everything we possibly can uh, to make sure that the consequences of all of this are not borne by citizens in our countries or for that matter. Ha! <laughs> ha! Like you believe that one. You believe that one. <laughs> Jesus. So what, Russia's now just going to start torpedoing the, uh, the ships that are going to be taking liquid natural gas from the US to, to Europe? I don't know. Maybe it was Russia that was uh, attacking the fracking and uh, you know, all the power stations and food producing plants in the US in the last few months. I, d I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's why you've seen this strike. But th there was no one talking about that in those terms. Did our stream just go down? So um, you can't have you can't have uh, his God's name. blinking blinking without Victoria Newland. What no sound? Oh wait, I know why. Animus was our support for sanctions against uh, Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And that, I think we were all, many of us were very disappointed that uh, those sanctions were. Look at that fucking face. Look at it. <laughs> like a bulldog licking piss off a nettle. Not fully implemented and the construction continued. Um, I, I can't think of a, a more powerful way to punish uh, Russian aggression then by rolling back what progress has been made and, if at all possible, uh, prevent the Nord Stream 2 from ever being completed. Uh, is that something that is being discussed with allies? Is that something that's being contemplated? Absolutely. And as, if, as you recall from the July U.S.-German statement, that was very much... Miss uh, Fuck the EU, Victoria Newland. We're talking with our allies about shutting Nord Stream 2 down. And that the sanctions were, were put on by them. It wasn't Russia that weaponized energy. Much, uh, in that statement that if that any moves Russian aggression against Ukraine uh, would have a direct impact on the pipeline. And that is our expectation and the conversation that we're having. So again, direct impact is one thing, but I, I'm, I'm literally talking about rolling back. Is this Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson? The, the, the pipeline. It, it, loosely define that, but I mean, taking action that will prevent it from ever 
becoming operational. I think if President Putin moves on Ukraine, our expectation is that the pipeline will be suspended. Well, I certainly hope uh, that the Senate Foreign Relations Committee would take up uh, legislation to go beyond just suspending it. But from I mean, this is them just literally admitting <laughs> to crime. And it is a crime against humanity. Ending it permanently. But anyway, thank you, uh, Undersecretary Newland. I don't know what to say. Um, look, man, th there's there's space enough on this planet for everyone, and <laughs> you can you could have left that pipeline well alone, right? A bit less war, everyone a bit comfy and cozy. This winter would be nice, wouldn't it? After the last two and a half years, but no, um, we're, we're just going to see ever escalating social chaos. That well potentially has the capacity to spin out of control spin out of control such that you get something like this for rs-28 sama icbm spotted in moscow headed to an unknown location each has 13 warheads of 10 megaton nuclear blast 130 megaton enough to make all of france or germany desolate Waste speed 27 Mac. So, um, what do what was that? All right, I'll, I'll listen to Hotty Dotty for a minute. Yes. Spotted, it was transporting equipment for Moscow's nuclear weapons program. It was on the move. Where was it headed? We'll find out in a bit, but this development has sparked fears. What is on Vladimir Putin's mind? Is this another warning or is it a dangerous escalation in this war? This is our focus on Gravitas tonight. Stay with us. Хочу напомнить, что наша страна также располагает различными средствами поражения, а по отдельным компонентам и более современными, чем у страны. И при угрозе территориальной целостности нашей страны, для защиты России и нашего народа, мы, безусловно, используем все имеющиеся в нашем распоряжении средства. Это не блин. Russia sending fresh signals to the West. After annexing four Ukrainian territories, Moscow seems to be mounting another escalation. A nuclear escalation. Some disturbing reports have emerged. A convoy is on the move. It is believed to be carrying equipment from Russia's nuclear program. Where is it headed? Apparently to the front lines in Ukraine. Last week, Vladimir Putin had issued a warning to the West. He had said his nuclear threats should not be considered a bluff. So is Putin now acting on these very threats? What does this mean for the war in Ukraine? Let's, let's be very clear here. <laughs> he named a uh, particular group uh, in his speech on, I want to say it was last Friday. He said Anglo-Saxons. It's the Anglo-Saxons that blew up the pipeline. It's the Anglo-Saxons that are driving the war in Ukraine. It's the Anglo-Saxons that are engaged in an anti-religion, Satanism, basically, he called it, and um, an uh, attack, an assault on traditional families. 
Russia's latest nuclear dare is our cover story tonight. I'd like to begin with some pictures. A video has emerged from central Russia. Take a look. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen that clip. And you know what? Those aren't those uh, Sarmat uh, RS twenty eights. Let's just let's just have a look at those things because those things look beastly. Sarmat RS twenty eight. Those those weren't on that train. Expected to enter service and uh, full action in 2022. <laughs> It is a big beast. Well, I mean, these are the same tactics for other nuclear uh, weapons. There's, there's nothing new here. I guess the size and the glide vehicle. And other previous missiles had countermeasures as well. Dummy warheads, etc. 
Um, so yeah, some some idea of uh, what uh, what the Ruskies what the Ruskies might be uh, planning. So uh, let's let's go back to Hotty Dotty. And now let's take a closer look at those pictures. What do you see? There are some military assets. They are mounted on a train and they are on the move. Yeah, what exactly is on this train? Some reports have emerged. There is a reason to be worried. Apparently, the strain is linked to the Russian Ministry of Defense. More specifically, the 12th Main Directorate. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think all the green camo-painted vehicles give that one away, sweetheart. According to a report, the 12th Main Directorate is a secret nuclear division. It is responsible for nuclear munitions, for one, their storage, maintenance, transport, and issuance to military units. So, what nuclear weapons being moved on that train? That's the question. We cannot say for sure at this point. So no, um, I think any of the vehicles on there were short-range... Uh, what they call them tactical. Haven't <laughs> um, Tossa says jiggering, jaggering. Uh, see if uh, anyone uh, put any anything in the tip jar. I'll play some jiggering and jaggering. Uh, uh, wait, someone did twice. Uh, let's uh, we can have some jiggering and jaggering. Jiggering and jiggering, jiggering and jiggering of viruses. And uh, what about this one? No, that one doesn't work. Um, you can have, uh, well, just to remind everyone. This is a war zone. This is not a picnic site. Tank battle, air bombard, rockets, missiles. Everything has been hitting here. Everything has been hitting here. And, uh, of course. Well, boys, I reckon this is it. Nuclear combat toe-to-toe with the Ruskies. Uh, let's get our Dr. Strange love them. Some experts are skeptical. They say these could just be armored vehicles and nothing more. But we need to focus on this fact that no expert is denying this fact. Russia's greatest leverage is in this war is its nuclear arsenal. We've spoken about this before and Moscow plans to use it to its advantage. The NATO has issued a warning to its members. It claims Vladimir Putin has ordered a nuclear test. It could be conducted on Ukraine's borders. This assessment was part of a NATO intelligence report. It had some very specific details. Allegedly, Russia is now considering testing the Poseidon. It has been nicknamed the weapon of the apocalypse. Why? Well, much of its capabilities still remain a secret. Russia hasn't shared much about the Poseidon, but what we do know is this. The missile is about 20 meters long. It is a torpedo, which means it is fired from a submarine. The missile is said to have a range of at least 10,000 kilometers. So it is essentially a long range weapon. A Russian submarine is on the move. The K-529 Belgorod, it is capable of firing nuclear missiles. NATO hasn't said anything yet about these reports publicly, but last week it had warned the Russian president. Listen in now. President Putin's nuclear rhetoric is dangerous. It is reckless. Uh, so is your uh, sticking all your uh, forces and uh, war by proxy in Ukraine. Can I, can I mention that? Russia must understand that the nuclear war uh, can never be won and uh, must never be fought. And uh, it will have severe consequences for Russia. How about not blowing up their pipelines then? Let's talk about the United States. What's its reaction? Well, the U.S. is not dismissing these threats either. They are taking them rather seriously. The White House has issued its own assessment. It said the world would not take the threats from Putin lightly. I don't think any of those look like missile. Uh, maybe those little, um, what are they called, Toshka-type missiles? 
But I, the risk I has been there from bigger. the start. What's driving these fears, though? Is there any factual basis to these assessments? Or is it all just posturing at the end of the day? There are some reasons why these threats are being taken seriously at the moment, and one of them is Russia's nuclear doctrine. It describes the conditions under which the Russian state can undertake a nuclear strike. At this point, I want to draw your attention to a very specific clause. A nuclear strike is allowed in the event of, and I'm quoting, aggression against the Russian Federation with conventional weapons when the very existence of the state is threatened. The last bit is important. Let me emphasize, a nuclear response is okay if the very existence of the Russian state is under threat. And now let's juxtapose this with some recent comments from the Russian president. What are the reasons that Putin has given to wage this war in Ukraine? He has pitched this as a fight between Russia and the West, where the very existence of the Russian state is under threat. They do not wish us freedom. They want to see us as a colony. They don't want equal cooperation with us, but robbery. They don't want to see us as a free society, but a crowd. Again, um, <laughs> I'm inclined to agree with old Papi Putin on this point. Of soulless slaves. The West wants Russia to be a colony. They want to see Russians as a crowd of soulless slaves. So what message is Putin trying to send here? I said, this is a good point. What I hate most about Western Empire is the constant use of moralism. Every single crisis is a Manichaean battle between good and evil. Uh, yeah. Um, and how uh, how we're always the good guys. Um, I've come to the rather disappointing conclusion that, eh, no, we're not. He's implying that the very existence of the Russian state was under threat and hence the need to wage war. My question is, will the same logic be applied to deploy nukes? The Kremlin today was asked about the reports of a nuclear test. Moscow chose to dismiss these reports and slam the West instead. You know, Western media, Western politicians, heads of state are now practicing a lot of spreading of nuclear rhetoric. We do not want to take part in it. Not an explicit denial per se, it wasn't an admission either. Let me remind you, we are talking about nuclear weapons here. Even flirting with the idea of using them is dangerous, to say the least. So clearly, things are escalating in Ukraine. There's no denying that. There is talk of nuclear weapons. Elon Musk pays for it. It gives a fuck what he thinks. <laughs> what? Oh, okay, this is it. Now it's just uh, segueing into the absurd. Mobilization. Makes you wonder, what happened to good old diplomacy? Is there anyone even interested in peace anymore or the idea of peace? Well, I can say one person says he is definitely interested in peace. Elon Musk. On paper, he is a business magnet and investor. He is the CEO of Tesla Motors. But in practice, he tries to do a lot more. You will hear Elon Musk talking about gender politics, about American elections. Really? <laughs> Fuck. There's more. Even about the end of the world. But this time, Musk is talking geopolitics. He posted this peace plan, peace plan, I repeat, for the war in Ukraine. First things first. It was unsolicited. Nobody asked him to present this plan. Then again, that's Elon Musk for you, isn't it? His peace proposal has four crucial steps. Step one, redo the much-talked-about referendums in annexed Ukrainian regions under UN supervision. So if the people reject Russia, their soldiers must leave. That's what Elon Musk suggests. Brutally remastered. I'll have nothing said against to the hotty dotty here. How dare you? Step two. Crimea is formally recognized as part of Russia. Step three. Restore water supply to the Crimean Peninsula. And step four. Ukraine remains neutral, meaning it will not try to... Look, man, it sounds all perfectly reasonable to me. And I, th I think that's probably what was on the ticket when they were supposed to be meeting in Turkey. And then old Boris Johnson went in there and said, oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that. We'll get caught out. <laughs> They'll know all about our labs. And I'm messing around with ticks and Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever. Join NATO. A controversial Where are we going to get our uh, baby stem cells from? Peace plan, so to speak. By the way, this wasn't just a proposal, it was a Twitter poll. Oh, it was a Twitter poll. <laughs> That'll sort it then. <laughs> Holy shit. 
who else has gone fucking bananas? Elon Musk wanted his millions of followers to approve or reject his plan. So what's the verdict? Last we checked, 40% of the people had said yes. They supported his peace plan. However, 60% of the people rejected it. And now Elon Musk, as we know, isn't the kind of guy who takes failure as well. So guess what he did? Another poll, naturally. This time, he asked just one question. Should the will of the people in Donbass and Crimea decide whether they join Russia or Ukraine? 58% said yes, and 42 and this in the context of uh, I didn't bring it up today because I, it's the Daily Mail and I, I, I don't know how much credence I want to give the story. But there's a headline in the Daily Mail saying uh, uh, celebrating the fact that um, Ukrainians are going around and hunting like pigs those they think were collaborating with Russia. <laughs> What's, bravo. Really, really stunning. It's really going to uh, raise the raise sympathy for you. 2% said no. Interestingly, even Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, weighed in. He reacted to this. The president had a poll of his own. Which Elon Musk do you like? The one who supports Ukraine or the one who supports Russia, he asked. 79% people said the former, the Elon Musk who supports... Th this, is, this is just becoming absurd. In the absurd. past, Musk has given statements against... <laughs> Is, is is it really is it really news story? Let's let's get more to nuclear missiles. Let's have said the same. So on that point, Musk is right. Why sacrifice thousands of soldiers just to delay the same outcome? And now, let me highlight the impractical bit. Let me pull up Elon Musk's tweet again for all of you to see. Take a look at point number one. Russia leaves if that is the will of the people. Musk wants Russian soldiers to leave the annex regions if the people vote for it. Okay, okay, okay. Halted trains. Stranded commuters. Blaring sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in Japan, everyone's talking about uh, North Korea shooting ballistic missiles over us. <laughs> I didn't hear or see it. And loudspeakers issuing warnings. This was the state of Japan, a state of fear and uncertainty. Courtesy, a missile test by North Korea. At around 7.29 a.m. local time, Pyongyang launched a ballistic missile, which flew over Japan and crashed into the Pacific. This was North Korea's first missile test over Japan since 2017. Naturally, it sent alarm bells ringing in the country. The government was quick to ask people to take cover. North Korea launched a missile that has flown over our country and the nationwide incident alert system J-Alert was activated. Train services were temporarily halted. I was really surprised. It happened early in the morning so it really... <laughs> the Japanese with Indian accents, it's great. <laughs> He surprised me. Many missiles have been launched before. I understood the situation, but I had a hard time realizing what was happening until now. Fortunately, no damage was reported. Neither were there reports of falling debris. But this launch was a huge provocation nonetheless. There was no pre-warning, no consultation, and no alert. In most cases, an act like this can be mistaken for an attack. Japan plans to treat it as such. The country's prime minister has called it an act of violence. This is an act of violence following recent repeated launches of ballistic missiles. We strongly condemn this. The country's defense minister says Japan is examining all options available, including the ability to launch a counterattack.
In light of the situation, we will continue to examine all options, including so-called counter-attack capabilities, and we will not rule out anything as we continue to work to fundamentally strengthen. What's, our what used to be that piss take program where if it, uh, it's like the news channel and it'd be like it's war. What's with the plexiglass screen? <laughs> Stop this ride! I want to get off. Defense abilities. Even South Korea has joined Japan in condemning Pyongyang's <laughs> And South Korea. I don't know. I didn't bring this report up either. They fired an anti-aircraft missile. <laughs> it just crashed. Oh. Good show, South Korea. The country's president has promised to reply with a resolute response. I don't boom on. North Korea's such reckless nuclear provocation will face resolute response from our military as well as our allies and the international community. This missile launch was no small matter. Besides violating Japan's airspace, it covered the longest distance traveled by a North Korean missile, somewhere close to a thousand kilometers. What's worse, this was the fifth missile launch by Pyongyang in 10 days, the last one being on Saturday, when two rockets crashed in the waters of Japan's exclusive economic zone. This unnerving spate of testing has sent alarm bells ringing globally. It signals the return of North Korea's brinkmanship. The question is, why? What does North Korea plan to achieve through these tests? Perhaps staying relevant at a time when the world is too focused on the war in Europe. Viewer report. Look, it weren't that long ago. We had, uh, look, for all his faults, Trump just strolling along there and uh, shaking North Korea's hand. Maybe they just need more rice. <laughs> Maybe they're hungry. Our next story is about General Kamal Javed. Yeah, all right. Uh, so I think I think we did the nuclear war part. So most of, most of my tabs are spent. So we can uh, we can uh, dispense with uh, most of what I had. Oh yeah. Well, of course, there's this right, which is well, Europe is in a very very sharp economic downturn. Uh, the sharp decline of output and living standards also shows up as a rise of prices, but the the main fact is that the European economy Calm is hammered by this, by the sudden cutoff of energy. And now, uh, to make it uh, definitive, the destruction of uh, the Nord Stream pipeline, which I I would bet was a U.S. action, perhaps U.S. and Now, look, um, this is twice in less than a month that I'm sat here nodding with someone who I was just yeah, I didn't know him well. You know, I just knew him from, uh, how should I say, a brief uh, understanding of what happened during the collapse during the Soviet era. I think he's a WEF toady. But um, right now, I'm I'm wondering what games afoot when I'm sitting here nodding along with him, uh, agreeing. In Poland, uh, this is uh, right, Jeff, speculation. Jeff, you got to stop there. That's a, that's a quite a statement as well. Why do you feel Absolutely. that that was a U.S. action? What evidence do you have of that? Well, first of all, there's direct radar evidence that U.S. Uh, helicopters, military helicopters that are normally based in Gdansk, uh, were uh, circling over this area. We also had the threats from the United States earlier in this year that one way or another, we are going to end Nord Stream. Which is true. Which is true. We also have a remarkable statement by Secretary Blinken last Friday in a press conference. That he says... This is also a tremendous opportunity. It's oh. a strange way to, it's, uh, sorry, it's a strange way to talk. 
if you're worried about the piracy on international infrastructure of vital significance. So I know this runs counter to our narrative. It runs, you're not allowed to say these things uh, in, in, uh, in the West, but the fact of the matter is all over the world, when I talk to people, they think the okay. U.S. did it. I just uh, I'm inclined to agree. <laughs> Sorry. Sachs has gone rogue. Maybe, maybe. I, as I say, I don't know. It's um, th th interesting times that we live in. To tell you, well, and and by, by the way, even reporters on our papers that are involved tell me privately, yeah, well, of course, but well, it doesn't show up in our, our media. Professor, I, I don't want to get into tit for tat about what did or did yeah, not yeah. happen with Nord Stream because I don't have the evidence and we don't have a, a counterbalance to that. <laughs> So, uh, bravo, uh, bravo, Jeffrey Sachs, I guess. Um, I'm just uh, wondering. I, I, I don't trust him. Don't trust him as far as I could come. Right. Uh, what did we have here? Just just uh, the missiles. Um, yeah, apparently uh, all the uh, military silo control centers have all been activated in Russia, which I imagine if you're uh, breaking out the nukes, you would do that. It would be standard operating procedures. Let's get to some SARS news. Chinese researchers warned that new SARS-CoV-2 recombinant variant XBB is the most immune-evasive strain that is comparable to the SARS-CoV-1 strain. Now, um, my understanding of the original SARS-CoV strain was that it was um, it had high mortality, and some recombination event like this that's immune-evading. Perhaps we should take notice. Again, I'm uh, I'm warning people this winter. You don't know what the hell's going to happen. Everything, everything is. 2022 makes 2021 look like 1974, summer of love. Um, let's see. This is Thailand uh, medical, so. Um, I'm guessing uh, there'll be some fruity language in here. Uh, am I going to read that? Here's the link to the article. I, you know, I thought it of interest. Um, I don't know how much we're going to be able to keep up with um, these variants over the summer. Again, how much is being driven by um, the medical countermeasures that we're taking? I don't know. Um, what I do know is that... Uh, in China, they're not messing about. Um, their zero COVID policy now being enforced by uh, goons with machine guns. Well, I think they look more like uh, anti-personnel shotguns to me, but riot control shotguns. So, yeah, things are uh, crazy as ever in China. And uh, what was this one? <laughs> yeah. So as I was getting ready for this dream, uh, Ethical Skeptic drops this. And um, 
this is looking at so I wanna wanna make sure that I I get the uh, so this is excess deaths, right? And this is excess deaths in a cat category that includes suicide, addiction, assault, accident, abandonment, despair, disruption. Now, how those are categorized and worked out, I don't know. But again, what we see is another sing uh, signal of uh, increased death um, in, in non-COVID related or supposedly non-COVID related. And I got it, you know, look, we've got some of our family who've been impacted by this. Um, Mark Sarnoff tragically was lost to addiction. And um, look, it's, it's everywhere. And do the... Do the current social dynamics, would they drive this? Perhaps, perhaps. But then I do wonder about how much is driven by <laughs> brain pathology. We go with, how many papers have we looked at? Where we, We're going to look at one today, hopefully, if I get to it. Where, again, we see that um, exposure to SARS spike protein is... In inherently anti-life to uh, to the brain. Um, so uh, this is something to keep in mind. So it's again, it's not just it's not just COVID deaths. And um, in the tweet, I think it says it's getting close to matching the mortality that we were seeing with uh, with COVID. So running CDC numbers released this AM, but wanted to highlight one thing: we've established a new growth trend in non-natural cause mortality. Congratulation, narrative ninnies, 1,015 people per week and rising, almost as high as COVID mortality now, but without an end. Tragic. Well, all I can say is uh, we salute the Shaheeds. What are you doing, citizen? Have you rolled up your sleeve? Step forward into the breach, helped your betters maintain their lifestyle of steak and fast cars. Get with it, get a spine, get a shot. Become a shaheed. Right. Um, this this report was interesting. So it, it's not anything that we don't know. But um, the question was, can you shed infectious SARS-CoV-2 virions even if COVID vaccinated? And we can just go down to here. And um, the answer is yes. There's very little in the uh, count numbers with um, when doing PCR. So basically meaning that the vaccine is useless. Now... Uh, again, maybe at the beginning of the pandemic, there may have been some some advantage maybe in, in worst outcomes. But what about long term outcomes, which is what which is what that graph there is for? And I can give you an update on that. Um, shout out to Rimo, who's um, working at the back, doing all the stuff with respect to. Uh, paperwork, finding out what we've got to do. So, uh, so we're not breaking any laws when we do our experiments. And in the, you know, as as per my reasoning, it, it, if we want to do monkey, it's uh, it's a big undertaking. 
and we don't we don't have the resources to do that and the easiest way is rodents right now so i've just got to get the uh paperwork in place that um allows me to handle veterinary products legally basically as as a company uh, as an independent so that's that's what we're aiming for right now and um your contributions there will go to um helping Rimo uh, devote time to that. So uh, thank you to those that are um, helping uh, Karma. Um, we're still trying with the uh, the paperwork. <laughs> then, then it's gone dark. Um, do, 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 anyone flying soon? No, uh, not, not yet. So... Um, all right, let me just catch up. Uh, wasn't the COVID death numbers mainly due to a logical medical response? Um, no, look, some was definitely at the beginning, but we're seeing we're seeing sustained excess deaths that they're labelling as non-COVID, which means non. Um, it, it's not occurring with the acute spirit, uh, respiratory distress syndrome. Something else is happening, and it's these long-term effects which i've always been interested in and again is there some combination between virus exposure medical countermeasure exposure which is going to keep driving the uh, the excess deaths and where do we see these excess deaths cancers well apparently addictions abuse whatever the sads uh, sudden adult death syndrome um, dementia is another one but dementia shot up um as the pandemic kicked in and that's uh, again that just comes down to its uh, brain invading capacities um uh, some german shot up kids in thailand i don't know what that means uh spree shooting uh, dr kev for mecca ah, i'd go for a trip for mecca i like well um doc did you get my email offering to do excel spreadsheets for you i can provide my talent in addition to monthly support let me know um we the, the spreadsheets that we need to do are minimal right now um again i'll just point people to you can see our monthly expenses here and you know part of that goes a good proportion of it half is to help support people who are um, putting in real time rimo is spending like she spent the last two days bouncing around Japanese bureaucracy. Trust me, that's not fun. Um, it's also going to Simon and Chris who are maintaining all the cool um, server and streaming stuff. I mean, Chris's um, website for the uh, for the legit science side of what I do um, looks amazing. And um, we've also got the streaming. There's lots, lots being done to, again, fight to the end fight to your last breath son uh so um i'm I, I, I wish i was uh i wish i could just pocket that money but it doesn't you see you see that it goes into um helping uh build stuff out um if i i, I wouldn't be able to live with myself were, were i not doing anything else because what, what am i doing this for so my kids have something approximating uh the freedoms i did uh let's see seriously i keep telling my mum to subscribe to you but the covid has taken her memory to another level so now she has remdesivir in her but my auntie she's dying and has three plus oof, that's rough jimmy 
That's rough. Um, some German kid killed a load of kids in Thailand. Um, tragic. All right, so I did Ethical Skeptic. I did the vaccine. You know, if it's an interesting uh, paper. It's uh, keep it, keep it for when people want to um, shove uh, safe and effective in your face. All right, uh, what do we have next? So there's this data of something called vSafe. This was a program, a self-report program in the US that the, apparently the CDC were hiding. And uh, there's 10%. Um, serious adverse events being reported on that program and um, the uh, I don't know there was uh, a court case so it's just that it was 463 days you tell us from the time that you requested this vSafe data vSafe is a CDC program where you just kind of report how you're doing after you got the vaccine 463 days to get it why did it take so long in, in your estimation sir it's a very good question. Why did it take numerous legal demands, multiple appeals, two lawsuits, in fact, before the CDC finally handed over the vSafe data, which is already de-identified data for the most part that they provided just two days ago, 144 million lines of code that they could have provided in a matter of minutes at any point? It's a great question. Maybe the answer is, is that now that we have that data and we've looked at that data, of the 10 million users within vSafe, 7.7% uh -huh. of them had to seek medical care after vaccination. That is an incredibly high percentage, it appears to me. Yeah, and, and I, if I can, and sir, I'm sure I just there want to put this graphic up to kind of follow along with you. You're right, 7.7 .7 required sure. medical care. I'm talking about emergency rooms, hospitalizations. There it is right there. And on top of that, not yeah. to, to go you one better, but this is your information, another 2.5 million, we're talking 25%, missed work or school or had bad reactions to the vaccine. What's the takeaway for you from this? Is it significant? Significant? It is. Uh, it seems incredibly significant. A big reason that they pushed the COVID vaccine is they said, look, not everybody's going to get, you know, seriously injured by COVID, but for many, it'll prevent them from having symptoms, being hospitalized, mm -hmm. uh, missing work. Well, now that we have the data, we could see that getting the vaccine caused 25% of people who got the shot within mm -hmm. this data set of 10 million people to miss work, to have some of serious event affecting their normal life functions. Yeah. And you also put But it I do out leave it to folks like Marty. Apologize, had to deal with the youngster. Um, so, yeah, you know, again, more. <laughs> they lied to us, folks. They lied to us, if you didn't know already. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, the the uh, 
what am I trying to say? Twitter just uh, seems off for some reason. But let me get my breath back. What did I have next? I'll oh, skip that one. So uh, we've got some uh, <laughs> Chinkle Column, Dago bullshit coming up. And uh, I think this sound will be more balanced. Let's... All right. Let's slow this down. And uh, of course, uh, more Graphinos Spectaculos. Let's do this. Let me begin play. Let me just look at the levels here. Check, 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 check. Okay. Llevamos en los últimos días un ataque desesperado, no contra nosotros ya, sino de la falsa disidencia, por intentar sacar a la luz nuevas imágenes de la proteína Spike, como si hubiera habido alguna antes, además. Y después hacen referencia, bueno, aparece un, una, una imagen pintada con dibujada, ¿eh? que lo podía haber hecho un niño, como digo, de tres años. Y además aparece un vaso y los daños, o sea, hace referencia a los daños pero no, no aparece. Yo digo, pues por fin vamos a ver a la famosa proteína. Resulta que los daños que genera esta proteína... Esta... So now, now with Chinqua Column, um, the spike protein is imaginary. It's all graphene. Graphene, graphene, graphene. ¡Fuck these gaffers! Esta imaginaria proteína son los mismos que hace el grafeno generando neurodegeneración también atraviesa la barrera batoncefálica se instalan las neuronas donde las neurodegenera que es justamente hacia donde vamos también entra a través del endotelio llega al corazón eh, parece ser que el receptor hace 2 este está ahora en todas las partes del mundo porque provoca inflamaciones en todas partes <laughs> so uh, he's now going to give people anatomy lessons about the distribution of ACE2 receptors brilliant brilliant what's uh, beeping at me cuando nos decían que estaba presente en los pulmones, en el riñón y los testículos, creo recordar. Es decir, en definitiva, han sustituido primero el sarcos 2, el grafeno por el sarcos 2 y ahora por la proteína espiga. ¿Eh? Eso es lo que la gente que se dedica a todo esto mmm, debe de estar diciendo. Hay que recordar que al principio, como empezaron a haber daños por todos los órganos, esto fue a finales del primavera-verano del 2020, tuvieron que dar una nueva formulación de la enfermedad diciendo que era endotelitis. Karma, uh, uh, I'll speak to you after the stream. Um, I think it'd be useful, but uh, thanks for sending that. Um, so they had to come up with a new formulation of the disease saying it was endotheliitis to justify the damage all over the body. No, we knew that SARS was a generalized coagulopathy. It's just that the in the acute phases, in some people, it manifests in the lungs because those fine capillaries get blocked. That's where you, you choke off. You get that happy hypoxia. And they're, basic, they're basically just trying to rewrite the, the pathophysiology to suit their particular um, conspiracy theory. And the thing is, I met the German guy who started it. I spoke to him, and he's, he's, he's deeply apologetic. Justificar los daños en todo el cuerpo. Entraba en la pared del endotelio y tal, y por eso tal, es decir, que son daños derivados de la isquemia de los... Arkosh Kovash. I can tell you that we've looked at that paper with the uh, 1,006 patients. What they're seeing is 
amyloid fibrils. Fibrinogen resistant amyloid fibrils in the blood. I have no doubt that there's you're going to see these problems, and it's why we will do these experiments. If we can replicate it consistently in experiments, then we know why. De los órganos afectados por ese endotelio alterado. ¿no? Muy bien. Pero es que resulta que es que no solo se ven los daños por necrosis isquémica, sino que es que se ven los daños en los tejidos sin necesidad de isquémica. So, uh, we no longer know what to say. Is that right? <laughs> Is that right? We don't understand the pathophysiology here. So now, so now we're, it's just trying to cover up for graphene oxide. That's, that's what these Dago dickheads are getting at. Y ahora nos sale este tema. Este tema es muy gordo. Esto es de los videos que realmente la gente que tiene cuatro ideas más o menos de medicina. Yo no debería hablar de medicina, pero al final siempre me meto. No, I, I, I probably think you shouldn't be speaking about medicine. Who is he? Is this is this actually the guy that was in that video? Remember that that was actually quite a good documentary, laying out what happened over two and a half years, and then they had to drop in the graphene turd at the end. Quiero decir que esta mujer Natalia nos exigió a, a la quinta columna. Nosotros le presentamos pruebas de microscopio óptico y electrónico. Y ella, ella está mostrando imágenes de microscopía óptica y de nivel histológico, ni siquiera citológico. Y, y a ti te ha exigido de todo, hasta la rama. No, haga, tiene usted que caracterizar eso. Eso parece, pero no. Hágale usted la rama. We did that. We found no graphene. Like I say, I would be uh, very concerned about um, <laughs> the, the veracity of your samples. Le hace la rama y te dice que no sabes si hay mucho o poco. Y sin embargo, ellos no te caracterizan la proteína spike. They don't characterize the spike protein. That's bollocks. Por ninguna de las maneras. Sencillamente te dan las imágenes histológicas de los daños que produce esa supuesta proteína. <laughs> Yeah, all, all that electron microscopy, which can show spike protein being expressed on the surface of cells, you know, even after being exposed from vaccine, or the uh, immunostaining for spike protein. Oh, just forget all that. It's all nonsense. It's all a mirage meant to, meant to fool you, meant to keep you away from the real story, which is graphene. Proteína. Que habrá que demostrar que está ahí. Porque lo que le tendrías que decir tú a esta mujer cuando empieza a hablar que hemos visto la proteína Spayos. Habrá visto los efectos o, la, o las, digamos, de forma macroscópica la proteína Spike. Pero tú no has... <risa> What? Oh, you, you have to take something down at, at, at the atomic scale and use tests for it. Oh, well, color me fucking surprised. And these, these people are trying to make out that that's some type of conspiracy. And again, all trying to angle around to save their graphene theory. That's what these people are doing. And again, grifting scumbags. Scorchio, yeah. Glen Has visto la proteína. La tienes que identificar con pruebas que existen para todas las proteínas. Hay distintas técnicas muy conocidas pero que además tampoco hace falta. Vete a los viales y busca el ARN mensajero, que ahí va más puro todo. No hace falta que busques ahí hacer las pruebas aquí en la micro... No, no, no. No me hables de los efectos, sino dime dónde está el ARN mensajero 
que causa esa proteína empieza desde el... Not true. Not true. Now, I, I'll, I'll put forward that we've seen evidence that there may be missing mRNA in these shots. Maybe in some blanks. There was a lack of phosphorus signal. I'm not the only one to have seen it. But it's a very, very small sample. And, you know, we did get some with phosphorus in. So keep that in mind. Y luego te das cuenta que van con la, con la reclamación. Este es el capítulo, diagnóstico, daños, etiología, etcétera. Es decir, perdidos absolutamente. Cualquier médico de tercer o cuarto año de carrera, ni siquiera médico, te puede decir esto que te estoy diciendo yo. ¿Dónde está la caracterización bioquímica de esa proteína? Porque aquí solo hemos visto imágenes de histología. Really. Really. Cerremos el capítulo de etiología. Vamos al capítulo de tratamientos. Porque queremos libertad de tratamiento. Primero tienes que saber qué ha causado la enfermedad. Sí o sí. Porque resulta, y esto ha pasado a todo el mundo por alto, incluido en las autoridades, incluido médicos por la verdad, el hospital PS de Valencia trata la COVID con éxito con bandas magnéticas. Yeah, I want to call bullshit on that. I do. I want to call bullshit on it. Sin ninguna inocuidad, ningún efecto indeseable, limpio y eficaz. Y sin embargo ellos te hablan de todo lo demás, la cloroquina, la ivermectina, la... Eh, tiene usted una manera más sencilla, más limpia, más simple, la puede usted... Puede usted ponerle un una banda magnética en su cuerpo, retirarla periódicamente, seguramente para no generar otro tipo de alteraciones, pero sin ningún efecto de, de ningún tipo, por lo que nos contaron ellos. Show us the analysis of these magnetic strips. What's on them after after you've uh, after you've taken and cured these patients, well, of a, of a disease that's not real, apparently in your mind. Maple says his eyes say clearly he's lying. Fuck them. Yes. Sin tomar nada, sin riego para el hígado, sin riego para el riñón, sin riego de otro tipo, de interacciones con otro... Sin embargo, ese tratamiento, nadie se ha hecho eco de él. ¿Por qué razón, Ricardo? Porque revela el qué? Pues la, que... etiolo la etiología claro. de la enfermedad. Which is graphene oxide. That's, that's what they're trying to get to. Now, look, um, I didn't have to look very far, and here you can find expression of spike protein seen with electron microscope expressed on, uh, I think these are hex cells, maybe. Um, but again, this type of nonsense is easily rebutted, and again, it, it's driving me insane, the, the nonsense coming from either end. And yet, <laughs> it's us! It's us that are being called the fault criminals. It's us that are getting debanked. Speaking of debanking, you can go to our new payment processor. That's right. Come on. Uh, Streamfags and GayPal will uh, happily uh, take payment from me if you don't want to use our tip jar. Streamfags, GayPal, go there, uh, add whatever it is you want to your basket. Say 10,000 buckaroonies. Add to basket. Go on do that and uh yeah you can go down and uh forty thousand <laughs> for gay pal gay pal will process it for you there you go 
<laughs> so um, there, I think you can see these spike proteins. I think the uh, Western blots are real. I think the uh, all the experiments that they're doing that are showing the toxicity of this spike protein and uh, the unusual clustering of, how should we say, um, disease-causing mechanisms in such short sequence. Um, yeah, it just raises an eyebrow or two. PayPal went by. <laughs> So we're going to get to so oh yeah there's another example of just uh spikes you can see spikes right um I'll skip that skip that um all right so this is the neuroscience component of the stream so we're going to get serious we're going to do a paper I'll do my usual stick which is just we're going to read through it and the reason I find this interesting is because um one of the striking features <laughs> That I found was delirium, and uh, I've never had delirium like it. It was uh, like imagine your worst acid trip, and uh, then being hit by sledgehammers uh, all over your body, never-endingly. Um, it's kind of like that. So maybe I want to download the PDF for this. Come on. Let's 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 just quickly get an eyeball of the data here, and it's looking decidedly boring. All right. Neurogenesis is disrupted in human hippocampal progenitor cells upon exposure to serum samples from hospitalized COVID nineteen patients with neurological symptoms. What does that mean? Um, so stem cells, um, it was thought that your brain was fixed, but no, the modern view of neuroscience is that there is some degree of repair and regeneration. And there are these, uh, stem cell progenitors in hippocampal regions. Also the, uh, uh what do you call it? Where the ventricles are blats skipping me right now, but, um, point, point being that there is this ability to um it's not fixed like they thought 20 30 years ago let's um so they say our study is the first one to test the direct effect of serum from hospitalized covid19 patients on hippocampal neurogenesis using a unique in vitro experimental assay with human hippocampal progenitor cells Okay, the cell line there. We identified different molecular pathways activated by serum from COVID-19 patients with and without neurological symptoms and their effects on neuronal proliferation, neurogenesis and apoptosis. We collected serum sample twice at time of hospital admission and approximately five days after hospitalization. We found that treatment with serum samples from COVID-19 patients with delirium, N equals 18, decreased cell proliferation and neurogenesis and increases apoptosis when compared with serum samples of sex and age matched COVID-19 patients without delirium. This effect was due to higher concentrations of interleukin-6 in serum samples of patients with delirium. Indeed, treatment of the cells with an antibody against interleukin-6 prevented the decreased cell proliferation and neurogenesis and the increased apoptosis. Oh, so that's nice. They've got a therapeutic target. And actually, what would be a therapeutic target as well is the, um, the cytokines from the pulp 
tooth pulp stem cells that uh, I'm using right now. But it's uh, bloody expensive. Uh, check my message in Discord. All right. Uh. Oh, we got a, uh, a PayPal. Let me just. Uh, let me just shout out, um, Ellen. Thank you very much. You can have a. Uh, what can you have? What haven't we had? Club. <laughs> Well, I'll talk beer. All right. Ah, right. So, where was I? They got a target against interleukin six. Uh, moreover, increased concentrations of interleukin six in serum samples from delirium patients stimulated hippocampal cells to produce interleukin twelve and interleukin thirteen. And treatment with an antibody against interleukin twelve or interleukin thirteen also prevented decreased cell proliferation and neurogenesis. and the increased apoptosis. Interestingly, treatment with the compounds commonly administered to acute COVID-19 patients, the Janus kinase inhibitors, you say that, baricitinib, raloxetinib, and tofocitinib were able to restore normal cell viability, proliferation, and neurogenesis by targeting the effects of interleukin-12 and interleukin-13. Overall, our results show that serum from COVID-19 patients with delirium can negatively affect hippocampal-dependent neurological processes and that this effect is mediated by interleukin-6 production of the downstream inflammatory cytokines interleukin-12 and interleukin-13. Interesting. So I think we can skip the um, the introduction. Uh, they're going to talk a lot about cytokines, etc. And um, I'm interested in their cell culture. So multipotent hu human hippocampal progenitor cell line was used. This model has been previously validated using a hippocampal newborn neuron-specific marker, Prosperio homeobox. Cells were left to proliferate in Dubeco's modified eagle medium, nutrient mixture, media to which we added growth factors, epidermal growth factor, basic fibroglass growth factor, and 4-hydroxytamoxifen. What's that for? Is that antibiotic? Is that, is, isn't that an antimitotic drug? Anyone know what that tamoxifen is? Isn't, isn't that sort of like an anti-estrogen anti-mitotic drug. Differentiation was initiated by removal of the growth factors and 4-OHT. Detailed information on this cell line can be found in our previous publication. Okay. Um, so, cells were plated on 96 well plates, a density of 1.2, blah, 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 blah. Following our established model, after one day of proliferation, cells were treated with media containing 1% serum from COVID-19 patient. Da, 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 da. Penicillin for two days of this. Oh my god, they put penicillin in. There'll be viruses leaping out of there, left, right, and center, or exosomes, I should say. Um, at this stage, cells were either fixed with 4% PFA for 20 minutes of room temperature and amino stained, or left to differentiate for additional four days, again in presence of 1% serum for the same COVID 19 patient previously used in proliferation phase. Okay. But, 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 but. 
uh, yeah, for those no virus folks here here in um, here where they're trying to maintain growth, they're putting uh, penicillin. Uh, so immunocytochemistry and quantification of immunofluorescence. So this I'm interested in because I want to think about um, immunofluorescence because we want to use, well, there's a Congo red that you can use for uh, looking for amyloid. And there is also fireflavin. And fireflavin is like the the result is dependent on its fluorescence so the more amyloid is that is there the more fluorescence there is so i need to i need to think about how we're going to quantify that fluorescence so um anyone got any simple ways of doing that uh let me know not too expensive all right Results. Treatment with serum samples from COVID-19 patients with delirium, decreased cell proliferation. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Figure, please. Figure one. Oh, straight to supplementary. What? How can you, how can you do that? So their, their first results point to supplementary figures. Find, find the actual fuck. Hang on. Right, gonna so uh, their figure one obviously is yeah it's just a time mapping out of how they're doing their experiment. Okay, I'll give them that. So nothing we're gonna get too much from there. So cell proliferation with delirium, without delirium. These are really basic bitch graphs. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, cell proliferation, cell proliferation, so different, different cell types. Okay, okay, so there seem to be very, very big, big differences. Um, I think we're going to have to look at the supplementary data because what I noticed in this paper is just, um, every graph looks like this. <laughs> just, um, this might be okay. This might have been okay 30 years ago, but um, we, ex we expect something a little more um, convincing than dots on a on some axes. Where's the supplementary data? I want to I want to see the raw data, please. Supplementary information, supplementary figure one. If it's if it's all dots and ah, now <laughs> why isn't this in the paper? Are, are, are their figure making skills so inept that they couldn't combine the uh, the you know it's the chemistry? Holy shit! Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's an interesting concept, this paper. I'm annoyed at it just for this, um, these types of graphs. What we should have had was this. And, uh, come on, Zoom. 
So now we've got to find what each stain is. KFKI67. Right, so during the proliferation stage, fix cells were stained for markers of stemness. Sex-determining region, Y-box, SOX2, Alexa 4A8, Donkey Anti-Rabbit, Invitrogen, Nesting, Alexa, Donkey Anti-Mouse. Um, so what, what are they talking about here? So it's primary and secondary bodies, uh, antibodies. So you, the, the primary ones secondary ones are raised in different animals so in this in this case donkeys and um mouse and you put one antibody on and that sort of binds to the epitope of interest in this case uh whatever ki67 which is a marker for um hang on a second uh, oh thank you very much karma doc let me just look at this. Important. Uh, yeah, we have to we have to look at it over time. That's the that's the issue. Um, so, uh, uh, thank you for the link. Uh, JM says, uh, "Look, be done with Raspberry Pi, Arduino chips, phone cameras, and open source image analysis software." Oh, thank you very much. That's that's the type of ingenuity that uh, I'm looking for. I'm working on a build of a HBTLC device now for a cavalactone quantification method used. Hardest part was getting a 240 nanometer light source. Fluoresce 365 to 395. Oh boy, is life easy? Fifteen dollars on Amazon. Use a homemade spectrometer for pigment tracking during process development. Awesome. Thank you very much, JM. That's the type of um, ingenuity that I'm looking for. I'm still trying to find what this KI67 is a marker for. And anyway, the point being... Point being, there's less of it in the um, delirium. Time point one. CC3, what is that? Uh, marker of apoptosis. So with delirium, we can see that it's going to... Why? Why wouldn't you put these examples in your main paper? <laughs> what? What fucking retard taught them to, to write papers? DCX, what is that? Um, double cortine, neuroblasts and mature neurons, respectively, double cortine, DCX. And so um, you're not getting mature neurons, so they're decreasing with delirium. Interesting. Well, all what their graphs are showing. Um, MAP2, MAP2 would be microtubule associated protein. So, you know, y you can see that there's less if you were to do a cell count. Um, what you really want is automated fluorescent um, capture, which is what, uh, what, what I was just sent. So let's scroll down. Uh, CC3, again, apoptosis. So more um, apoptosis using cc3 so there there is the crux of their paper um 
Shame on, shame on them for using uh, this type of data. But look, there's so much white space that they could have easily, easily fitted in the immunohistochemistry. Those, these graphs could have been made much smaller, sort of nestled in on the side there, squished up. Shock, shocking, shocking paper authorship. But yeah, that's that's the science, the neuroscience that we had for today, and um, kind of interesting because, like I say, the the delirium is real. It is very disturbing, and um, I'll congratulate them on at least uh, finding an assay for it and finding a intervention, which is block the interleukin signaling and the downstream. What was it? Interleukin twelve and thirteen. Bravo, and it seems that the antibody type treatments seem beneficial in this case and you have to wonder why they've stopped them all right so that's that done um uh, all right um did that did that Uh, PMC says to me, Putin has consistently been the only better guy in all of this. Look, I, I like the way Putin sounds when he's speaking. I, you know, ideologically, when it comes to trad values, I'm, I like Putin. Um, but, you know, do I, do I think that Russia is, uh, it's still a authoritarian type um, culture. And so I'm, I'm in, not that inclined towards it. But uh, yes, I agree. I agree with the statement that he's coming off the better, the better man in this instance. He's not coming off like a little um, <laughs> money orientated global hegemonic uh, weasel. All right, so I'll read some comments and then that means I get to finish at a reasonable time. It's an estrogen blocker, I thought it was. Um, where are you? I'm not selling it. <laughs> I'm not selling it. Uh, it's not for me to sell. Um, if you want to come to Japan and make an appointment with the clinic, it's the longest running uh, clinic in Tokyo. Um, it's got a very good reputation. Very, uh, I, I'm impressed uh, with the care. Um, you, you're more than welcome to come. I will arrange the visit and you can... Um, you can get a consultation and you can get access to it. I mean, I'm going to try and go for uh, some intravenous treatments um, because I do I do think it works. Um, I will say this. Um, I also started uh, um, anabolic steroid, a, a very light one. And that was very helpful. And that ran out in the last day or two and i felt the difference um so i don't know i'm i'm i want to be going for more regenerative medicine for myself and um yeah the growth factors get up uh get the testosterone pumping try to get me active uh is the is what I see is the way to go. The suppressing of pain and um, the way they do it nowadays, uh, you just uh, you just end up a veggie 
on the sofa. Um, all right, so uh, let's see. Remember watching many plus the pre on BBC 1990 show. Uh, make a donation to name a mouse rat. Yeah, if you want to name a rat, <laughs> you can. Um, let's see. They're like miracles. Uh, estrogen blocker. They regenerate cells. Hashtag Doc McCann predicted. I did. Yep. Um, given to estrogen receptive breast cancer patients. Thank you, Southern Magnolia. Uh, Tamoxifen common brands. Saltamox main results description estrogen. Don't they also give it to people who take anabolic steroids as well? They give them a, a shot of uh, estrogen when as they cycle. Um, can fart spread the virus? Yes. Um, if not yet added, stream fags and gay power links to my post. It finds those links on Dojo Pay's link above. Uh, yes, I remind everyone. Uh, new payment processor. Stream fags and gay power. <laughs> there you go. Go go and uh, hit the basket and uh, support support science. Look at that. A dashing dashing dot Kev. What Doc Kev look like? You don't quite have the shoulders and the guns. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Um, with all good medicine could be doing, they created this disaster. Yep. I'm using origins and mushrooms. Okay. I'm shocked by what government is causing clinicians to do. Yeah, we all are. We're still in shock after two and a half years. Uh, Aurora Storm says good afternoon doc hope you're well I've had some good sleep and rest not so much the last couple of days but I'm going to clock off relatively early with this one um, nothing shocks me with governmental nothing I don't know what that means uh, let's see doc could you thank the South African chap for the link for James Lindsay it was really interesting and well done uh, Prophet Burgle, uh, Prophet Burgle is our uh, mystic, our sage. Uh, we go nowhere without Prophet Burgle. Uh, let's see. Maple says, "I've got to salute recruits." Quinta Column psyop agents triggered my anchor. Well, they triggered mine, dude. But salute to you, brother. You need animal fats to regrow brain. It's part of the reason they're trying to stop all meat eating. Yeah, and you know that's something that um, I take now regularly. Um, Rimo found or she pointed me in the direction of a fish oil that doesn't or has minimal, minimal fishiness to it and a slightly lemon flavor and it's palatable. So I take a uh, spoonful. Well, actually now I just swig it from the bottle a couple of times a day. Uh, let's see. So if, yeah, if you're putting in those... Um, you're putting in those growth factors and uh, anabolic steroids. Um, what's the steroid I'm taking? It's called Primo, Primo, Bolan, Primobolan. It's called. Um, and uh, it's low liver toxicity, no liver toxicity, doesn't cause, it doesn't have this estrogen um up regulation so uh that plus the growth factors has been helping me a lot uh, 
do, 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 do. Uh, did Husatonics cancel? No, Husatonics been. He's done a couple of good streams. Nick was on there the other day. I got about three quarters of the way through that, and then uh, kids came home. But I'll, I'm going to go and um, watch that again. It's always uh, it's always uh, good to listen to Nick go through the history. There's a there's a long, dirty thread tying all this together, and they're probably about to drag us into nuclear war. May I ask, what's your viewpoint of these videos, people having spinning seizures and collapsing? They are seizures. Uh, basal ganglia-mediated seizures. I, I bet my life on it. Nothing more, nothing less. But you have a brain-invading pathogen. That's what happens. Russia is primarily capitalist now. I don't think they are that authoritarian from those I follow who live there. Um... Again, I, w I wouldn't say that I'm the expert. Um, I'm just, I, I want to be careful about just coming off as um, not having a critical eye like I try to do for everyone else. And, um, but I'll, I'll admit, but the, the dialogue and rhetoric that I hear coming from Putin resonates with me far more than anything I hear from Western leaders. Every time I hear them talking about um, whatever diversity and green agendas, and uh, I know it's all just a sick facade as they just get ready to bend us over and shaft us sans lubricant. Um, do, 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 do. Let's see. I will name a rat Fauci. <laughs> you can do, yeah. So each rat costs about five hundred bucks. That that will include its housing and um, food and what have you. We can have pictures of the rats for adoption. Yes, yes, you can. Um, let's see. Doc explained this last week, week before. No idea which video or estimated timestamp has to do with activity on a market, particular part of the brain. Yeah, it's basal ganglia. Probably striatal. Uh, Kev, you should look into getting a Japanese blood boy for getting a regular blood transfer. <laughs> what? No, oh, good, thanks. <laughs> Krill oil, no, f no, this, um, this is cod liver oil, but somehow they've managed to remove any odor from it. I don't know how they do it. Um, I'll, I'll go and, uh, Colson, I think is the brand. Uh, Rainbow and green fascism. I agree. I agree, Doc. The rhetoric from Putin is captivating. My concern is his former affiliation with the WEF. Yeah, but the thing is, everyone seems to have been there and, you know, it seemed the thing to do. And if you're in the politics game, it's sort of incumbent upon you to be there, right? You want to know what they're up to. And it kind of looks like uh, Putin had a good look at them and decided, nah, not this time, governor. I ain't having it. You can uh, you can stick your uh, sexual deviancy and attacks on the family right in that gaping hole that you drag around between your legs. Jana says, I'll buy a rat right now. I'll send money right now. Name is Miracle for me. Uh, Jana, well, you have a rat for you. We'll name it uh, Miracle. Um, okay. <laughs> I think that's the comments. But, uh, yeah, I've estimated the rats... Uh, um 500 bucks so i'll just i can probably bring that up actually things things that i desperately need right now uh we got the stereotaxic frame um dolly rats 10 of 
five hundred each. Uh, tissue processing, immunohistochemistry. I need a microtome for slicing tissue. Um, genomic sequencing of the vaccines and uh, reagents, etc. Um, that's basically the bits that I'm lacking right now. So we're working towards that. So I should probably have another thing here, but there's, you know, that adds up to 25. I've got sort of pledges from some people and um, we'll, we'll see how that um, that moves. But we're, we're moving in that direction, folks. If the, the six week timeline might be ambitious um, with respect to getting, just ordering those parts will take a while. Um, I used the tip jar for my new pet miracle. Okay. Um, we need a uh, rat based. Um, yes, you did. Uh, for that, you can have. You are. Tip of the spear. Edge of the knife. And on that great news uh, and uh, the welcoming of Miracle into the stable, uh, Fauci is still up for grabs. <laughs> How are you going to process your slides? I was a pathologist. This is a big undertaking. Um, I will fix those slides and I will use a freezing microtome and uh, buffer them in sucrose. And uh, yeah, I've look, I've uh, perfused the, many a rat in my year. Tissue processing is uh, a thing that I love doing. Um, I'm a big fan of it. And, the, and you know, the looking for amyloid you don't even have to do the immuno part of the hist uh, the histochemistry it's it's basic dyes that you can use um i will try and use um immunohistochemistry for spike if we can co-locate spike with um a congo red hit or fire flavin hit that would be really cool and um I do, I do have access to fluorescent uh, microscopy, so we can use fluorescent um, antibodies. But I, I th if I'm doing it, I'll probably use, I'll use like a HRP or biotin method and a fluorescent method, um, just to, just to hedge our bets. Um, but uh, yes, that's how I'll process the slides. And um, like I say, I'll do it live. We'll and we'll look. Um, I'll get the cameras set up on the microscopes, and uh, we'll we'll be able to watch them uh, as we go through. Um, all right. So that's me. I'm uh, I'm out of here, and I will see you in the next one. Um, I'm going to finish early, early night for Kev. Might even take a bit of a walk. Uh, I'm having flashbacks to my days at Mouse Genome Project. Well, actually, I'm going to give you a call, uh, Karma. So, uh, bear, everyone have a great day or evening or whatever. Uh, just bear with me. Take care. God bless. See you in the next one. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do. I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that long line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these peppers. I will fucking kill each fucking pepper. I swear. There's no fucking joke in
anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually say. Fuck these chapters. No fucking vaccine or MRM or ever throws you on fucking blood blood.